Welcome to the Connection Point Church Podcast. We hope to be an encouragement throughout your week. New episodes are available every Sunday evening and Thursday evening. We also invite you to join us live on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. the Lord, but it's good to know that you are a friend of God. Amen. 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 So happy you're with us today. Amen. It's good to start your week off in in church. Amen. Amen. Church is a blessing. Is that right? Amen. Sometimes the greatest blessing, sometimes you got to just make it a commitment, a discipline, but I'm going to know your life is better off for being in God's house. Amen. We're going to get into the word of the Lord today. Amen. Stay standing with me just a little bit longer. I want to turn your attention amen, to the book of Luke chapter 4, beginning in verses 1 and 2, and then again in 13. And then also I'll take a look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And I want to just, just give you something I feel the Lord has given me a direction for today. Amen. Look at this. The Bible says, And Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Ghost. And returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Amen. Sometimes, sometimes, I know this is contrary to popular opinion, but sometimes God will allow you to walk through some wilderness seasons. Can I get some mature saints to say amen? Come on. Amen. Sometimes, just because you're going through a difficult season, a tough Season. That doesn't mean God is not with you. You need to stand on the word. The steps of a good man, a good woman are ordered of the Lord. And even though God lets you go through some things, it doesn't mean he's against you or he's left you. Amen. You just keep on walking. God's going to get you through it. Amen. And for 40 days being tempted by the devil, he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, everyone said in those days, say they were ended. He was in the wilderness but he came out of the wilderness. That's a good word for somebody today. The wilderness didn't last always. It didn't last forever. The trial, the tribulation, the wilderness, the difficulty. Come on, it didn't last always. Amen. All right? Verse 13. But when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him. It, it was over for a season for a season. In other words, this trial ended, but there was going to come a season, possibly, perhaps, where he would have to have another bout with the enemy, another wilderness season situation. But I want to tell you, even though the trial ended and began and ended, I want to tell you here in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Lord gives us some, some advice, some instruction. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Therefore we don't lose heart. Come on. Even though our outward man may be perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, our wilderness season, our temporary trial and tribulation, which is but for a moment, not going to last forever, is doing a couple things. Number one, it's 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 temporary. Number two, it's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. As weighty and heavy 
as your trial may feel right now, come on, it's working something out that's even more weighty and, and significant in eternity. So you just keep on keeping on. Amen? Amen. I want to just preach to you for just a few minutes on this simple subject. By the way, it's so good to have Briggs Burpo in the house today. Can we give Briggs? Amen. 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 I'm going to preach on this subject. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Amen. That's good news and that's bad news. This too shall pass. Amen. Let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to help us preach what I feel God has put in my spirit today. Father, we thank you, God, for your grace and for your mercies. I pray you just help us, stabilize us, give us a, give us a good word, Lord. Give us a, a stabilizing word, Lord. Help us and heal us and encourage us, strengthen us in the name of Jesus. God, I pray you'd help us, Father. Thank you, Lord. And the church said, amen, amen, amen. You may be seated. Unless you want to stand. Amen. It's good to have good to have these little babies, kids in the church. Love it. Um, yes. This too shall pass. Amen. There is a story of a great king who had recently suffered a painful loss. You may have heard the story. And so according to this legend, the story, this great king who had recently suffered a painful loss, and as he was dealing with and reeling from the pain and the suffering of his personal tragedy, he gathered all of his wise advisors together, all of his elders, all of his counselors, all of those who advised the king, and he gathered them together and he said, tell me something that will make me both happy when I am sad and will remind me to be humble when I find myself feeling too happy. And so these wise men being commissioned with this objective, they, they retreated and they began to contemplate and to discuss, to converse back and forth regarding this request that the king had provided them. And they thought and they thought and they strained themselves discussing how they could provide a statement, provide some advice, some counsel, some wisdom, or some perspective for the king. So finally, as they were thinking and discussing and straining over this, this, this ambitious request, finally one of the most elderly of the advisors spoke up and said to the rest of the group, this is what we must tell the king. The key to finding happiness while you are sad and remaining humble, sad while you're happy, is simply this. To just remind yourself that whatever season of life you are currently experiencing, that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. You see, with Solomon who said in the book of Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season. And a time for every purpose underneath the heaven. It was in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth and the universe, the solar system. He divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and he, he called the darkness night and the evening and the morning were that first day. And so God created and designed the universe in such a way that we would experience seasons. Everybody say it, seasons. Seasons. 
seasons like winter and seasons like spring and seasons like summer and seasons like fall. To everything in life, there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. You see, a season, by nature of its definition, doesn't last always. A season is here. Get this. This is deep. Don't miss this. A season is here for a season. It has a beginning, and then it has an end. You're not going to get this just everywhere, folks. This is good teaching here this morning. Season has a start, and it has a finish. You can endure a season. You can endure a time of darkness, of night, because you know that that night and that season and that winter and that time isn't going to last always. When the darkness of night seems like it can't get any darker. You know you can make it because every dark night will eventually give way to a break of that morning light. You know that the sun is going to rise. No matter how dark the night is, no matter how long the evening may seem to last, the darkness of the night and the endurance of His darkness cannot prevent that sun from rising every single morning. God in His faithfulness has designed this universe in a way. That every season comes and goes, that every dark night will break forth to the light. It was a psalm writer who said that weeping may endure for a night, but, but don't miss the second part of that equation. But joy is going to come in the morning. It was Habakkuk the prophet who said in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries for a season, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. It was this prophet that is declaring the seasonal nature of life, that the vision is simply a preferred outcome. And this prophet is saying that that vision is, that it's going to come, that that preferred outcome is, is set for an appointed time. And even though it seems to take longer than expected, that even though the season you're in, that you're waiting for the next one to come, it may last longer than you hoped it would. But what this prophet is trying to tell somebody and equip somebody is to keep on keeping on. Keep on waiting. Keep on being patient. Keep on plowing. Keep on living with purpose. Keep on praying. Keep on striving. Because sure enough, that vision, that preferred outcome, that promise from the Lord, that morning light, that breakthrough in your life and in your business and in your circumstances, it's going to come. It's not, it's not going to tarry forever. It's not going to wait forever. It is surely going to come. You know, I don't like winter. I don't know if anyone feels that way, if you can relate to that. Amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. The older I get, the less I like it. I don't like the cold weather. I don't like, it seems like 75% of the day is just darkness. I don't like dead plants. I don't like dead trees. I like working in the yard. I like planting things. I like cutting my grass. I like working outside. I like flowers. I hate the snow. I hate the sleet. Every once in a while, I like a little snow. But I don't like all this ice and all this cold weather. I don't like scraping my windows. I don't like getting into a freezing cold car. Come on. I hate sludge. I hate ice. I hate being stuck inside. As hard as the cold is in January, I have trained myself over the years to be ready for February. 
Because if you've lived in the Midwest, you know that as bad as January is, February is usually a little worse. Just when you're about ready to just go crazy in January, you got to just prepare yourself mentally that February, even though it's the shortest month, seems to be the longest month. Because February is a month where winter just seems to last forever. Lord, give me spring. Lord, give me some 50 and 60 and 70 degree weather. It's a spring that helps me get through each and every year, but every February is when I just need to pull out the hope to remind myself that as hard as winter is, as cold and as long as the winter has been, even in the month of February where it seems like it's at its worst, that spring is just around the corner. And I, I've just trained myself to learn and to recognize that, that for every February that there is in life, that there is also a March and an April and a May and a June and a July and an August. And eventually I know that seed time and harvest, that that sun up and sun down, that God has designed the world and nature in such a way that every winter will eventually give forth to a spring and to a summer, that every dark night doesn't last forever, that eventually the cold will give way to the warmth of day, the ice will indeed melt, the trees will indeed bud, the flowers will indeed bloom, and the kids will indeed be able to go outside and play again. What I've come to preach to somebody in this place this morning is a word from the Lord today. Because if you haven't already recognized, I'm not just talking about the seasons of nature. Come on, somebody. But I'm trying to tell you about the seasons of life. That so it is with the storms and the battles and the winters and the dark nights of our Christian journey. That no matter what you may be enduring right now, that it's not going to last always. That no matter what you're facing in this current day and in this current season, I've got a word from the Lord for somebody that this too shall pass. No matter how dark your night is, no matter how cold your winter is, joy is coming in the morning. To everything there is a season, to every time there is a purpose under the heaven. And so what you need to remember in this current winter season, this February season of your life, number one, that you need to remember that your trial, your season, your situation is just temporary. Come on, don't you get so stuck in your midnight hour that you lose hope. Come on, don't get so stuck in your winter living that you forget that spring is right around the corner. The first thing that you need to realize and recognize is that the trials of life are just temporary. Paul told us that in that scripture we read in 2 Corinthians 4.16, Therefore, don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction is but for a moment. Don't lose sight of that today, Connection Point Church. I know sometimes you say, well, I've been living in this winter for seems like six months now, forever. I've been in this season, this cold season, this stagnant season, this, this stiff season, this midnight season. But, but, but I want to just remind you, you need to get ready to break yourself out of a winter and get yourself ready for a spring. This season is not going to last all ways. Let's look closely at the story that I read here in Luke chapter 4 of Jesus being tempted. In Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 2, the Bible says, Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. 
And for 40 days, he was tempted. Everyone say tempted. He was tempted. He was troubled by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. But get this, as much as the wilderness experience was a reality in his life, as much as the devil was trying to have his will and his way with the Lord, I want to tell you something. That just as real as that season was, just as real as that wilderness was, the Bible says that just as much as it started, it also ended. That there came an ending. There came a finale. There came a finish. That that wilderness didn't last always. That season was not forever. It was this word here that the Bible says that that they were ended. And I think that's a word for us this morning. When they were ended. Because the devil's going to try to have his way with you and tempt you and torment you. And in the middle of that wilderness experience and season of life, you may feel like you've been stuck in the wilderness all by yourself. But what I want to remind you here this morning is a word from the Lord that there is an end to what you are facing right now. That there will be an end to your trial. There will be an end to your testing. There will be an end to your turmoil. Because the enemy wants nothing more to get you trapped into a wilderness season and mindset of life so that he can begin introducing despair into your life. Because he knows that despair thrives in a mind and in a heart and in a, and in a home when they begin to feel, when a person begins to feel like there's no end. He can steal and rob your hope from you if He can just get you to despair over your circumstances, despair over your wilderness and over your trial. He can rob you of hope and He can rob you of joy and He can rob you of faith if He can just convince you that this wilderness is where it's going to end, that this dark night is where it's going to finally be over, that, that that's all God has for you, that that's all that's left for you, that just a despairing wilderness, dark nights, season but I've come to break through that today with a word from the Lord that you should not despair that there is an end coming that God's going to bring you out that just as surely as the trial started God's going to bring you through it's not going to last always this too shall pass this trial's not forever this is not how God scripted your life to be forever God's got more for you God's got a plan for you God's got a purpose for you you just keep on keeping on you just keep on marching forward you just keep on walking and eventually as sure as you entered into that wilderness you're going to find your exit and you're going to walk out so what do we do when we start to feel the enemy speaking despair into the long winter seasons of life when it feels like the springtime is taking forever, when the vision seems to be tarrying, then this word I want to tell you that Paul gives some advice to believers in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 by giving some strategy to the disciples in Ephesus who had been experiencing a time of trial and difficulty. So he says in Ephesians 6, he says, Finally, be strong in the Lord, the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the rulers, the authorities, against the cosmic powers of the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all you can do, just stand firm. You see, Paul said you've got to be able to withstand 
in the evil day. Now, in order to stand up when the day seems evil, you've got to understand something. It's going to require your understanding to recognize and realize that although there may be some evil days in life, that there may be some dark days in life, some difficult days, some days you're going to roll out of bed and everything's going to go wrong. That's, just, that's not a denial of our faith or the goodness of God. Amen. That's just an acknowledgement that in this life, some days are just worse than others. But what he wants you to know here, that as every soldier knows as they're getting ready to be deployed, that Paul gives us an insight into our deployment, that the meaning of this word, the evil day, stand in the evil day, Paul is telling us that, that your deployment is not forever, that you've got to stand in the evil day. This day here in the word of God in the book of Ephesians, as you take a look at it and look at its meaning, does not mean some ambiguous amount of time. He said, you've got to stand in the evil day. It was not some ambiguous day or time period that Paul was referring to, but he was actually referring to a literal day, a single day, a set period of time from sunup to, to sundown. That sometimes in life we find ourselves having a bad day, a, a bad situation, that, but we got to realize and recognize that even when things get bad, that we can't overwhelm ourselves with the thought of being overwhelmed, that this is going to last forever, that we've got to realize that we are not fighting the whole battle at once. We're not fighting the the whole warfare at once. We're just standing in this day, in this situation, and in this circumstance. You see, the enemy wants us to amplify and exaggerate our problems. And when we do, we start feeling overwhelmed and out of control. And when those overwhelming thoughts enter our mind, despair and defeat starts to set in. But Paul says, no, you're not fighting the whole war today. You're not fighting the whole battle today. You're just standing in this day. This day, today, just one day, and as evil as it may be, and as tough as it may be, this day, we don't fight tomorrow's battles today. We don't, we don't get overwhelmed with the thoughts and the worries and the cares of tomorrow. Jesus said, don't you be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow is going to be anxious for itself. Sufficient is the day for its own trouble. He just wants you to fight today, and I just want to tell you that some days are going to be worse than others, and other days are going to be better than some, but you just worry about this day. You just get up out of bed and say, I'm going to get through this day. I'm going to worship the Lord this day. I'm going to put on the whole armor of God this day. And I believe God's going to fight with me and God's going to fight for me. And I'm going to get through this. And tomorrow is though that even though the darkness of night may be setting in, there's joy coming in the morning. Come on, somebody. The enemy wants you to despair and feel depressed and overwhelmed and anxious. But I want to just tell you today, you let God fight the battle. You just stand in this day this season's not going to last always you just wage a good warfare in this you just stand strong in this day God's not going to put too much on you you just keep on keeping on the second thing you need to know is when you're seeing yourself in the middle of a trial you need to just keep in mind that your trial is not going to destroy you come on as a child of God this season won't destroy you it may hurt it may be painful, but it's not going to destroy you. Look what Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.16. Don't miss this. Therefore, we don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For your light affliction, which is but for a moment, that's just the seasonal nature of your trial. Get this, but here's the second half of this word. is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 
It's not going to kill you. It's not intended to destroy you. It's not intended to ruin you. But if you will let God have his way in the middle of the season and in this situation, God is going to work all things together for your good. And you never know. God might use this season to grow you, to bless you, to advance you, to progress you, to do something in your life that you could not ever have imagined. You just let God have the outcome and the victory. You just keep on fighting. And what you're going to realize is through the trial and the tribulation, God was working out some good for me and some glory for him. As the book of Exodus chapter 1, we find the Bible tells us that the children of Israel, they were brickmakers in Egypt. And they were taskmasters. They were burdened. They had troubles and they were crying out to the Lord. But the Bible tells us that God had not abandoned them or left them, that even though they were in a time of trial and tribulation and hardship and difficulty, the Bible tells us in the book of Exodus chapter 1 that as much as they were afflicted, the more they multiplied and grew. That Egypt didn't know what to do with them. Because as much as the world tried to hurt them, God used it to bless them. What I want you to get is some kingdom perspective today to tell you that sometimes what the devil devil meant for evil, God is going to turn it around for good. He's in the business of using a trial and a tribulation and turning it into a testimony. I want to just encourage you today. Don't you get defeated and discouraged in your mind. You keep on living for God and serving God and walking with the Lord. And God says, listen, I'm going to take all that trouble and all that difficulty in your life and I'm going to work it together for you your good and for my glory as much as the enemy tried to destroy and defeat them God turned it around for their good and they multiplied and they grew you never know how God might be using your pain and your suffering and your circumstances for your good and for his glory but you've got to withstand in the evil day and finally number three Here's maybe the good news or the bad news. This too shall pass. Because although every battle may not last always, another battle is going to come. But take heart. Because Jesus has promised us the ultimate victory. If you remember the story I told you, the beginning of this message, that king that was experiencing some pain, some tragedy, some personal suffering king that seemingly had it all had all the money had all the power and all the prestige when he walked through a time of difficulty and sorrow he asked for a word that would stabilize him in both the good seasons and the bad seasons that would lift him up when he's down and would bring him down when he's up a a word that would be a stabilizing word a word that would keep him and help him and encourage him through all of life's seasons and trials, and those wise men came back with that, that pithy little statement that this too shall pass. And what I've come to preach to you today is that the good news is that with every storm and every trial, there is an end. And with every storm and trial, God will work it for your good. The sobering reality is that although the seasons don't last always, there will be another season. There will be another trial. There will be another, another difficulty. If you take a look here in the Scripture, the Bible says that just as surely as Jesus left that wilderness, He entered it and then He left it. The Bible says in verse 13, and when the devil ended that temptation, he departed from Him for a season. 
In other words, that in this life we are going to face difficulty and hardships and trials and tribulations, but the Word of the Lord says it's just for a moment. It's not forever, but in the middle of your difficulty and trial, you just got to know that God is working something out for your good, even though you don't see it. Come on, somebody. God is going to bless you. God is going to multiply you. God is going to grow you. God is going to use it for your good and for His glory. Don't get discouraged. Don't get defeated. Don't get despair. Just let God have His way and know that with every midnight there's a morning with every winter there's a spring with every hardship there's a blessing with every sorrow there's a joy for there is every season under the heaven but every time has its purpose with God as I close stand with me John chapter 16 Jesus said this this is our word we're going to close with this the music wants to come Jesus said, I have said these things to you. I've spoken these things to you. That in me, you might have peace. Come on, how many know that the longer you walk with the Lord, those things that used to just really throw you off early on in your relationship with Jesus used to give you trouble and anxiety and worry that after you've after you've weathered a few storms with Jesus, that over time you don't get so caught up in the storms as much as whether or not Jesus is on your boat. Because you've just learned to trust the Lord. You've learned to weather the storm. You've learned to have faith in the middle of the midnight hour. And you've learned that trials come and go, storms come and go, but as long as Jesus is on my boat... We're going to get through this. We're going to make it. I've said these things to you that in me you can have peace. Come on, get a little peace. Have some peace. Not meant to trouble you today. It's not meant to discourage you. It's meant to give you peace. For in this world, yeah, you're going to have tribulation. I'd be lying if, it weren't, if, it weren't, if I said otherwise. This world is full of trouble. The enemy's going to come and go, but he's going to come back in an opportune season. Just, just be prepared. In this world, you will have trouble. But here's the, here's the point. As a child of God, you can still have good cheer knowing that Jesus has overcome this world. Come on, the victory is yours, child of God. Come on, I know how the story ends. Come on, I know that every tear is going to be wiped from our eye. Come on, if you'll just keep on being faithful. If you'll just keep on walking with the Lord, if you'll keep on loving the Lord, come on, at the end of it all, the Bible says that we're going to walk on streets of gold. Praise God. Come on, we're going to get up there and every tribe and every tongue, come on, is going to just begin singing a new song to the Lord. That He delivered us out of the fire. He delivered us out of the storm. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord, come on, we're going to rejoice we're going to sing a new song. We're going to praise. There's no, going to be no more cancer over there. there. There's going to be no more trouble over there. There's no, going to be no more difficult. He's going to wipe every tear from our eyes. Come on, don't get overwhelmed. The battle is the Lord. You just stand this day. You just fight this battle. You just endure this night. God is going to be faithful. God is going to see you through. God is going to make a way. And at the end of it all, you're going to look back and He's going to have blessed you and made a way for you and grown you and encouraged you 
the end of the day, you'll realize the battle was not mine, but it was the Lord's. Come on, all over this place. Can we just lift our hands? Come on, I wonder if we could just respond to the Lord here today. <laughs> Come on, this too shall pass. Come on, don't get caught up in despair. Come on, it's, you're going to see another day.